Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why is your microphone tilted like it's drunk? Why don't you sort of lean it towards you and talk into it? That's the way microphones work, honey. Like this? Is that sound Nope, don't do that. Back the other way. Back the other way so it tightens up. <laughs> Just when Luke's patience is at an all-time low. Oh, no. Like this. Yeah, that's much there better. There you go. Um, look at you that. Sounds cow. like your thumbs up. <laughs> it's, it's normally you, Lisa, so shut your face. Oof. Hello and welcome to Shit, I Married a Twin. We are the podcast that chats all things, families. I'm married to one twin, best friends with the other. I'm Luke Kempenar and I'm joined by my wife, Alana McFarlane. Kempenar. Kempenar. And my <laughs> sister-in-law, Lisa. Bardell. 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 Did you um, try and do that really quickly so we didn't do it this week? <laughs> Is that why yeah, you I know. Well, I did have... I did have in my head of uh, how I was how I was portrayed last week. What did um, you think of Lisa's impression? Five stars. I thought it was good. I think it'd be even better if you spoke into the microphone. Um, <laughs> yes, I I thought it was very good actually. Well done. You should be an impressionist. Um, I wouldn't. There's no money in it. Um, no, it was very good. I was very hurt. Oh. Very hurt. <laughs> Bruised. I always hate it when people say that and they go. Yes, I was very hurt. <laughs> it's like I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed, so if I even Yeah, disappointed. I love yeah. it when people go, No, no, it's fine, I was just a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. People going hurt, I'm hurt. Um well I'm trying to think examples now in my life when people have said that. Like, well, probably people we can't say on this podcast. Yeah. But it is like, yeah, it's just like, no, no, it's fine. I'm just hurt. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone listening, Luke is like guzzling a fishbowl of red, so God knows what's going to come out <laughs> in the next hour. <laughs> I finished. I have finished Edinburgh. Well done. I feel wonderful. Is that you drinking the... Is, is that you drinking the blood of a sacrificial Edinburgh lamb oh, instead oh of red God. wine? <laughs> it is. I've been to the Edinburgh How Abattoir. How do you feel? Do you feel relieved? I feel, to be honest with you, all I'm thinking about is the fact that I've got to take um, my little demon child on a flight tomorrow at six o'clock. And I was thinking about it during the show, how um, anxious I am about it. See that voice note that you just sent me? Did you see that she's been biting you? 
She bit me. <laughs> Look. We shouldn't you laugh. See? Oh, my God. The tantrums are yeah. out of control. Like, Sorry, for the listeners, I'm showing on the Zoom where I've been bitten. Luke's getting his shoulder um, out. You're making our child seem out like she's a demon child. Nah, she's I'm sorry, she's well. not the same child. She's not the same child since she left. She's changed. It's because she she's changed me. for the worst. Is it uh, she me? I think you told her to do this. I was decking myself at so Luke sent a video of Ari looking like a teenager in front of the telly and I just tuned over it. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. And I was like, you're taking myself over her, just like lying there. She's having been an absolute little brat. She's been she's something has consumed her. We've created a monster. Nobody wants to see Marshall anymore. They want Slady, I'm chopped. Want Slady, I'm chopped liver. Um, Peter and I have started now just going, no, no. If either of us asks her mm. to do anything today, we're no, no. Do you, do you notice no. though, that I'm not in a place to laugh at any of this? Like, it's, this last it's three too, days. It's too raw. It's too raw. This last three days, because since <laughs> Alana went, she's just, like, it is tantrums all the time. She's had, like, I, I'm not even exaggerating it, 11 meltdowns today. You know, it was, and it'll be things like, Oh, like half eight, I'll be like, right, come on, let's go to the park. You know, we're a bit sort of climbing the walls and let's go to the park. So we go to the park, on the way to the park, carry, carry, okay, I'll carry you, fine, carry you. Uh, down, down, okay, down, down, carry, okay, shoulders, shoulders, okay, right, on your shoulders. And I'm, I'm being very chill, I'm not sort of having a go at her because, you know, that's what Philippa Perry taught us in the uh, the book You Wish Your Parents Were Read and Your Parents Will Be Glad That You Did. Um, an exceptional book where I was trying to, no, no, okay, well, you know, sometimes daddy can't always have you in his shoulders because it hurts. Um, but then we're like on the way to the swings, like, swings, swings, right? We go into the swings and then we sort of played for about half an hour on the swings. Then I'm like, right, we're going to go now. And he's just like, swings, swings. And I was like, no, come on, we're going to go now. Swings, swings, swings. And then like, I'm trying to carry her. And she's like, Aah! like, oh my God. And that is example number one. And it's like at home, she's like, then just look, looks at me and wants to get on the dining table. I'm like, you can't sit on the, you can't be on the dining table. And then she's like, Aah! Aah! and then like on the floor, head banging against the fucking thing. I feel like we've got your um, new Edinburgh show written. Ooh. Edinburgh show about toddler tantrums. Your best impressions. I mean, the main moral of that story is she doesn't give a fuck about your five stars either, hon. Exactly. <laughs> she does not She doesn't. One care. star for parenting is what she's giving me. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> right so, back down to earth. Oh, my God. Uh, no, in all, in all seriousness, it's toughest not, of my life. Um, you know, very well done for Edinburgh, Luke. I am very proud of you. Yes, yeah, I'm proud of you as well. That almost sounded sincere. Your success is our success, hon. Oh, thank you. Alana, you came to see it. So, thoughts and feelings? What's your review, honeys? Are you expecting a full review? Like, what? <laughs> well, you know, it's something that's happened in your week, my darling. You don't have to talk about <laughs> it if you don't want to. It was the highlight <laughs> of my week. There you go. Um, good. Well, thank you. Um, Lisa, how are you feeling? You're ever closer to the birth of little baby boy. I think I really want to say um, Incredibra, by the way. I think that was very good, Lisa. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa put in our WhatsApp group, have you had an Incredibra? No, look, put it in it. No, I'm not taking the credit for that. It was Luke that said, I've had an, I wanted to make my in, my Edinburgh Incredibra, and it was. No, 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 <laughs> no. I said, I said I didn't want a Medinbra. Oh, yeah. Like meh. Dimbra. I thought I've said this on the podcast. I didn't no. want a Medinbra. I wanted an Incredinbra. And I had an Incredinbra. Yeah, you did. That sounded yeah, nice and did. organic. 
Um, <laughs> but um, yes, yes, no, Lisa, I'm, how are you feeling? I am feeling tired now. Owen and I had a festival over the weekend. Yeah, you went um, to Carfest, which meant that I had the demon child. So how was that? Yes. Yeah, we DJed for the first time in a while. Um, we nineties oh, so legend, <laughs> you know. And do you know what the funniest thing is, right? So we Dave Pierce was on before us, and he's like a dance legend. And okay. um, all the crowd when we got on were going a bit mental, but they were like young people that had gone to Carfest with their mums and dads, I think, and were just going really? nuts. Anyway. I was behaving like I'm. I was like, because security kept coming up to me, going, "You need to calm them down." Like, you know, oh right, they were doing like, you know, what they do now, like these mosh mosh pits. So we'd uh. all go in the middle, and no, 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 no. <laughs> so we were sort of like our usual set. We do like bonkers and stuff like that. And I was like, "This well, is well, absolutely." I know exactly. <laughs> you. Was beat by beat. Was it the um, greatest set? Mm. Yeah, it was. Um, and then security would come up to me saying, like, can you try and calm down a bit? So I'm going on the mic like a mum, going, eh, could you all just behave? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, can we all the, settle down, please? Literally. Quite literally, literally I was like, she was saying that. Security have just told me that we'll need to stop if you don't keep right. jumping on each That's other. <laughs> Turn to the person next to you and shake their hand. Yeah, literally. Sober MCing. Sober, sober, sober. DJ Sober. Um, yeah, DJ Sober. So DJ Pregnant Sober. I was like, you're all going to send me into labour if you carry this on. <laughs> well, I bet, so I, bet they were, I bet they were right up for those kinds of jokes from grandma. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. They were just looking like, they kept going, drum and bass, drum and bass. I was like, okay, this you're is like, a sign. <laughs> you like, you don't remember drum and bass. Like yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I said. That's what I thought. I thought, you're too young for drum and bass, So guys. Lisa always used to slag me when in sets that I would mum dance. So it was almost like, <laughs> I can't even describe it, Lisa. Is it like a step tap? It's almost like yeah, a step tap. like shoulders, shoulders. She does that a lot. She does a lot of pointing. <laughs> no, I wasn't even doing that. that. I was just step tapping. And Lisa oh has now developed that involuntarily because oh. she's obviously pregnant. And I was decking myself laughing. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you've got the mum dance. Stop mum dancing. I was like, what? She's like, look at you go, your mum dancing. I was like, oh my God, we are not cool You're anymore. supposed to be cool, hot DJs. What are you doing? Well, apparently not anymore. A couple of grandmas and cups of tea. <laughs> Um, but we enjoyed it. We 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 left straight after it. We were pretty knackered. But then the next day, oh, we thought too much, nobody yeah. would. It was too much. It was we, nine um, o'clock. We did a nine p.m. It was nine o'clock. <laughs> nine p.m. Um, nine p.m. Nine p.m. Ted Lasso Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the next day we did. Then it was like us uh, other uh, world. We did a gut health talk, and then we had a book signing that we thought nobody would turn up to, and their queue was so long for our book signing and we ah. sold out of books and we had to sign bits of paper from Waterstones um, oh so people could go gosh. and buy the book. How cute is that? This is fantastic. We honestly said to ourselves, oh, it's all right, we'll get away at four, quarter past four because nobody's going to come to the book signing. Honestly, they put a pen in my hand. I thought, I don't even have a signature. I don't know what. Oh, oh, so, it was so funny. People come up to us like, hi, my name's Claire. And I'm like, nice to meet you, Claire. And she's like, no, you want to say like, hi, Claire. Enjoy the book, Claire. Type thing. And I was like, oh, lovely to no. meet you, Claire. Oh, no. Because I thought we hadn't prepared. Absolute amateur. Um, really. Amateur hour. But yeah, they sold out. The, and Waterstones were like, oh. Um, so people had to get little slips to say they could go and buy them at home. And then we had to sign them so they could put the slip in. 
Mm. Where? And then Mate, that's really incredible. That's incredible. Oh my god, it's incredible. An, inc- an incredible, incredible. And then we did a talk with another set of twins called the Happy oh, Pair. Yes. And it was so funny and it just reiterated everything that we say on this podcast about how weird twins are. So they've got kids. So one of them's got three kids and one of them's got two kids and they live five doors up. And they said the kids are like a feral pack gang <laughs> and they're all like best pals. Oh um, my God. And the kids all That's get on be so us. well. That's going to be us. But you know what was really strange? Us, it? Like it was almost just like a mirror, seeing a mirror ver- male version of us. Like really? all twins are just so the same. Just the, like, just like the charisma, the mannerisms, the oh, banter, just got, we've all just the got charisma, so much charisma. And charisma. No, but I don't I mean the charisma like in, in that sense. So I just mean popular. like the, I don't know, just the co- the confidence. I think I don't know what. Yeah. You got your cheerleader. You got a cheerleader with you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just like obviously, if you turn up to an event like that, like you've got someone with you all the time. Like you've got someone to be on stage next to you. It's quite rare. Well, this is a lovely segue because this week we wanted to talk about identity, and that's the first question: Is it hard to have your own identity as a twin? I come to you first, Elisa Bardell, <laughs> Central School of Speech and Drama. <laughs> I come to you first, like it's, the, like it's the news. I am so tired and so bitten from my child. I don't even know where I am. I don't even know if I'm doing this podcast. I'm just like chatting shit, throwing shit at wall, whatever Luke, happens. I don't know. Uh, you've got through a pretty much a half bottle of red already and we're how many minutes in? This could get interesting. Are we, are we, tis but a drop. Um, I I'm waiting for Alana to say you've done three days and added three weeks. I just I'm waiting for her to say it. Um, Has she, she said it already? Say it because um, what I can say is that actually uh, I also had six days up here. So with me, yeah, you had two and a half weeks and you had four days childcare in, in those weeks. Uh, carry on, Lisa. To you, <laughs> Alana claims she's done all of Aries and she's been up there. So I did do a lot that, of her. that. Came up that came up in one of our arguments. <laughs> What do you think? She said, what do you think I've been doing up in Edinburgh, Lisa? I've had Ari the whole time, to be fair. It wasn't the Edinburgh that I expected, but there we go. That's a story for another day. (laughs) Listeners can't see my face, but I'm just like... (laughs) It's half melted welly, half rage. I can't. I haven't got any energy. Swings! (laughs) Swings! Anyway, Lisa, how do you feel about not having identity as a twin? I don't even give a fuck how you feel, but tell me. I don't care. I literally couldn't give a shit. The listeners might care, so say it anyway. He's lost it. He's cracked. Just tell the fucking listeners how you you feel between. Do you know what? This is the last podcast. I've had enough. We've been on the full superstar journey with Luke, right? So Uh, he's gone through his transition. He's risen to fame. He's climbed the steps. Uh He's peaked. And now he's on the rock star. Down the spiral. spiral, He's on the net. And I'm bringing bringing you with me. Exactly. He's on the net. Come on. What's your identity as a twin? <laughs> this is like watching Pete Doherty. <laughs> I can't. He's having a meltdown. Oh, God. Man, I'm sniffing glue. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Come 
come on. What's your identity as a twin? Okay. I care. No, we really struggled with our own identities. Um, <laughs> actually, like, as as shown by me literally touching panes of glass through the classroom window. Yes. Um, but as we started going into things, we started liking the opposite things. And I think that was probably a bit of... Well, I think, I don't know, maybe, like, there was probably a bit of choosing that like, we chose exactly the opposite subjects at school. So there was... So 16 subjects or whatever it was, the ones that you could choose, and mm-hmm. we chose exactly the opposite. Who made the first move in that? Because I think back to me and my sister, like, I wanted to do everything my sister was doing. And I think she found that a bit like I was stealing her identity. Annoying. Where I was just mm-hmm. like, I want, I want, my sister's doing gymnastics. I want to do gymnastics. Mm-hmm. My sister's doing choir. I want to be in the choir. Because she was two, nearly three years older than me. But like, what? Um, who made the first move in the deciding? I'm going to guess Lisa, <laughs> from knowing you two. Yeah, probably. Me. I, was me. Yeah, I probably just chose the subject that my best pal Sarah was doing. That's exactly what he did. That's why he ended up baking and doing PE. You didn't remember your baking skills. Um, but I do think it's funny, families in general, like obviously this podcast is supposed to be about family dynamics. It is. Um, and I think you do get a lot of your identity from your family. And I think you either conform to that identity or mm. you rebel against it. I was just going to say, like, I've been thinking a lot about identity recently. Um for many reasons, one of like, yes, I find it hard to have an identity away from Lisa. Luke and I, you, we've obviously been together since I was 23. So did a lot of my growing up with you. Um, and actually, is identity just like what you enjoy? Or is it like who you are as a person? Is it morals? Is it, you know, where you sit and actually, you know, I think mm-hmm. if I, now, if you could say, right, you could wipe your slate clean, basically, and mm-hmm. hear you, who would you write who you are as a person? I think a lot of people would struggle to do that. Um, especially mm-hmm. as parents and you know siblings. I or... think especially. I think you're right. In couples, I think it's really hard because, and I don't mean hard as in I find it so hard finding my identity. But I just think it's hard because you're a you're a couple, you're a unit. Especially when you've got mm. a kid in there as well. Like that's that's your identity as the the family nucleus. Um, where I think that if you are if you live on your, you know, I, I think that's why people find it harder when they're sort of in their thirties to go, do I commit to this relationship now? Because once you're in your mid thirties mm. and like you've made your own life, you're like, you're like, this is my shit. You know, this is what I do now. I don't mm. to let someone else in that really would alter my identity. Where I think with us, it's like, I don't, I mean, it's not something that bothers me. I think it's great. You know, my identity is I'm married to you and I have a kid and we have a house together. You know, that's my identity. And I, I, I love mm. that. Um, well, I was thinking about that as well. Cause I can imagine you guys, not be i mean don't get a divorce it'd be a bit messy especially this Shit, i married a, um, a divorced a twin <laughs> yeah but um i think when you get together in your early 20s you probably are more intertwined but peter was nearly 40 when we met yeah and he was like a fully formed human um <laughs> and that, that he's an adult but i think that comes with its difficulties as well yeah, absolutely. But like, so take Carfest, a really good example, right? I was like, yes, this is like an amazing opportunity and weekend to let myself go, be at a festival. You know, that was in my 20s. That was very much part of my identity, sort of fun, fun loving, spontaneity. <laughs> like, that's what I like. You, packed, I enjoy you doing. packed a sparkly top. Yeah, which I did. A short did sparkly crop top. Anyway, honeys, um, all I wanted to do last night was just get home to my own bed 
Um, so you, I think sort that's of, age, dear. It sort of begged, yeah. exactly, but it begged the question of like, what do I enjoy? What are my hobbies? And, and obviously family now and work just takes up so much of your life that maybe you don't have as much time yeah, for what hobbies. Bits do you, what do you enjoy? I enjoy sitting and having dinner with you. I enjoy uh-huh. watching Arsenal play. Well, I enjoy playing my PlayStation. I enjoy being on stage. You know, like, there's loads of things you, you enjoy. Maybe you just need to write them down. Well, in a speaking journal. of which, I came across my gratitude journal. So, we oh my always, god, I'm so excited for this. So, just interesting because we always say in our friendship groups and look, I think you'll agree. Actually, it was the year we met, but I think you'd just agree anyway. 2012 was probably the best year of our lives in terms of. Oh my god, hands down, amazing. Yeah, the yeah, Olympics were dreams. on in London. It was just was Olympics. Andy Olymp- Murray lost in the final. I launched my YouTube channel. It was a great time. <laughs> was, it, was, it, it, was that the start of the downtown YouTube? It was, yeah, 2012. Okay, so this is when this st- when it starts. Um, the, the, the title is Blessings, 15th of the 12th. 12th. Why am I nervous? I feel nervous. This is how simple my life was back then. Number one, I am grateful for Ashley's bed tonight because I normally sleep on an uncomfortable floor. <laughs> True story. Wow. True. You did. I used to sleep on that floor with you. You slept the same bed before marriage. What? It wasn't a bed. Well, it was, was a foot on. <laughs> back to back. There was pillows in between. <laughs> um, number two, Lisa. Um, I am grateful for having a sister who is my best friend, flatmate, and colleague. Where? Because it means where? I never have to go through anything alone. No. Oh, where? where? That where? is cute. What day? What I mean, day is this? Twenty twelve. So eleven years but ago. Is it like a? Yeah, is it, is it like f- a month? Fifteenth of December, twenty twelve. Oh my god! So I'm I'm in the picture. I'm in the fucking picture. Just here. you wait, look, Kevin. Um, you're up next. I also love how you refer to me as a colleague. I know. <laughs> it's it's quite like um, it's quite formal. The whole thing. Okay, Number right. The whole thing. I've skipped three, four, five. I am grateful to be in the most amazing relationship because one of the key components to my happiness. Oh, oh, my God. oh, was that a relationship with your colleague or a relationship with Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. I then go on to say a couple of months later. I hate both of them. Um, <laughs> can, I get, can I put them no? in the bin? Where is it? Um, oh, here it is. A couple of months later. I am grateful to find a man that is perfect for me in every way because this means my future looks bright and my fairy tale will come true with a lot of laughs along the way. Right, oh, that is actually really cute. Okay, and then... Then it's sort of a sliding scale of... Oh my I'm God, grateful. I'm going to cry. This <laughs> is the grateful. best review I've had. Five exactly, <laughs> there's, your, there's your end review. This beats, this beats my three stars in The Guardian. Fucking prick. <laughs> I mean, God, Lisa... Fucking <laughs> prick. <laughs> Lisa, God bless us. I am grateful to have four jobs that I love because work takes up to most of my time. Four jobs. God four jobs. bless us. Graft us, right? Still, but then it's, still, it still, still takes up most of the time. Sliding scale to like... Yeah, exactly. I am grateful for crackers and cheese. I am grateful for cheap deals at Bikram Yoga. So some of it's no, a bit... those are good. I like those ones. Yeah, those are yeah, the actual yeah. like the gratitude stuff I can get on board with because it's like you should fucking be grateful for the small little things. I'm grateful I found also, the parking gratitude space. is a good lens to look at your identity. I, I, Lisa, yes, this is so things you enjoy. I did think to myself, you know what? I'm going to start doing gratitude journaling again, and then it might help me on good. this journey. Good. I totally think you should do that. I think that's a good idea. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I ask of you, what is one thing from 2012 that you, was part of your identity that you've lost that you'd like to bring back? Mm, Ooh, good question. Wow, that is deep, Alana. You go first. I honestly need a bit of time to think about that. It's a big question, Lisa. Um, that I've lost. Oh, I, I, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely nothing. Like my life has got exponentially better since 2012. Like every single day and year gets better and better and better. The only thing I would like to still be is 24. <laughs> but like, other than that, like my life's fucking amazing. Like I don't want to be back in 2012 and every single year is just added to that. It's ups and downs. Yeah. But I wouldn't, there's none of my identity I want back. But mm. other than I'd just like to be a bit younger because it's sometimes as you get older, you just feel like, oh God, I'm over the hill. Um, but other than that. Alana, are you still thinking? Yeah, I, I, there was one in there about like, um, I had a wee grateful thing about having the best mum and dad in the world who love me unconditionally, blah, blah, blah. And I do think there there was definitely a part of you that goes when 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 dad died in terms of like the mm. feeling that you're invincible and i think in 2012 we did think we were invincible and we lived life like we were invincible and i think with a sudden death like that i think it does leave you um a bit cynical maybe mm-hmm. but also what i think we've been afforded as part of that is perspective absolutely i do feel like if you don't have the um and this is quite it's not this isn't an insensitive thing to say but it's uh an example of this is at our age we have a lot of friends that are trying to get pregnant and it's easier for some people than it is for others mm-hmm. and i think it's really difficult for the people that struggle to get pregnant and watch everyone else get pregnant really easily mm-hmm. but of course it is the positive yeah. the positive of that is how much they will appreciate it when mm-hmm. hopefully praying it does happen and I think it's similar with grief that it does put a purple haze. You can't really be totally happy or totally um, at ease with stuff, but it does make you appreciate absolutely everything that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably something about my identity that I, a new thing from 2012 that I really cherish. It's so sort of an appreciation I, of life. Yeah. You know what's also quite interesting that I do think we find it hard. I think we like to bucket ourselves um, into certain groups. And I was speaking about this recently because, 
you know, on the outside, people would probably think, you know, Alana's really tough, strong, you know, businesswoman, whatever. She's really tough. She's hard not to crack. But I'm actually quite a, an anxious person, especially when it comes to mm-hmm. Ari and, you know, you two will know how how anxious and irrational oh, and we know. I can be about a lot of things. <laughs> Catastrophize a lot of things. And I remember speaking to my therapist about it and she was like, did that happen after your dad died? Because, you know, the worst thing that could ever happen has happened. So obviously that's going to bring... like catastrophe and I'm like no I think I've always I think I have always been like that and then I was like maybe it's because of the twin thing or you know I don't know but I guess on that identity point is it possible to be both is it possible to be strong and tough but also a very anxious person there's a very loaded deep question for you yes it totally is absolutely is there's there's people who live with anxiety uh, all the time people with anxiety aren't weak people um so i definitely think you could be strong and tough and live with anxiety 100 percent. you used to cry at new year every year because everyone what well, you remember you used to get really panicked that everyone one day would die did i yeah and you used to cry all the time about it and you said dad used to have to come through and you'd be like everyone's going down you used to have little panics about it no. so that was like you catastrophized at that age bless you I think my... You're still a Rottweiler bitch, but we'll give you... (laughs) Boy, that never leaves you. But my my anxiety levels have gone away since Ari has been born. Really? Yeah, I am anxious. I I, I don't even feel anxious about her. I'm constantly worried about her and I'm constantly on the lookout. And like, even today, like, you know, she tried to launch herself off the bed and I grabbed her to make her and she giggled away because, I mean, it's literally like... You could have fallen and broken your neck, but I grabbed you and you think that's hilarious. Um, but I think having a child has made, literally the day it happened, made me go, someone is more important in life than me. And I've spent my whole life going, yeah, like, obviously Alana's very important to me, but also like, I was just like, well, I'm the, I'm the star of the show. Honey. But like when Ari came along, it doesn't stop you having ambition. It doesn't stop you wanting to achieve all your goals and have your name in lights, which I'm about to, 25th September, book your tickets. <laughs> but, I, but I definitely, definitely, definitely care less about myself now I have a child. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward I, to that. I guess it depends what your anxieties you are. But, I, you know, I, maybe it's a male-female thing. I don't know. Or maybe it was, for maybe. me, just circumstantial that I had COVID for two years, then was pregnant in COVID, had Ari, and then now I come out of this, have come out of this haze after two years and went, oh, who am I? Where's my identity? And I think... Where's your pink? Where's my pink, honeys? Oh, uh, got my pink jammies on. No, but I think a lot of women do go through once, you know, after a year or two of, of being a mother, you know, who they, they go through a big identity crisis of who am I, mm-hmm. who am I away mm-hmm. from that? And I guess, yeah... M- do twins just have that constantly throughout their whole life? Who am I away from my twin? But I was saying to you, I think, you know, obviously we're getting to the stage now where um, I'm going to have to step out of some stuff in the business and, you know, focus on that. And I remember finding that part of Alana having a baby so hard, like not having the team player there because, of course, obviously Alana's priorities were going to change and I found that really really hard but what I said to Alana was actually also it was really empowering like even like the first time I did a DJ gig by myself I've never felt like it was like I was five again and someone had told me I'd pass mm. the test like having that identity of just me doing it well and completing it was like incredible and like even in the business like 
making decisions for myself, not second guessing myself, like what would Alana think? Well, they're like, I just found that one of the most empowering things that completely changed me, I think, when you, when you stepped out for three days. <laughs> what a great three days. <laughs> I want to talk about bread. You made any bread? <laughs> I made a bread a loaf today, but I made them at my. Oh. Um, it was just a, a normal basic bitch loaf, okay? But, but I'm coming I home will... tomorrow with it. I want a fucking. This should be a champion's loaf ready. So I don't. He wants lumps of cheese in the loaf, is what he's saying. Oh, I want lumps saying. of cheese. I want chorizo. Actually, I, I just got a, a curry for one and it was paneer. I could put some paneer in it. That'd be quite nice. Anyway, what I did Thanks, was... Some of your leftover opinion. Um, but okay. the bread, basically, I kept it in the machine longer before it beeped because I went to, oh. go, to go on my pelly. No, it sort of goes a bit soggy almost. Oh, you need the to outside isn't crusty, yeah. you need to take it out straight away. So that was Let's a lesson learned. So, see, you think you've nailed the basic bitch loaf? No. There's always stuff to nope. learn. Never get complacent. Everything's a work in progress. Everything's Do you know, we had a lot of people at the book signing, because obviously when you're signing books, you get a chance to have a bit of yibsies with people around their talk, that were saying that bread is one of the main things they've changed about their gut, their gut health, health and the biggest change that they've seen making their own bread. Preach. Oh, um, everyone's for so catching up. So there we are. Up. Finally. Yeah, everyone's for catching up. So, there yeah. Good. Well, that's good to hear. Um, well, I hope there's some sort of special loaf for me arriving tomorrow. Oh, God. What time do um, they arrive? Christ almighty, I'm um, going to be up now. 8.30. You need to go. You know, Mrs. Padmore is going to be up through the night. Um, <laughs> Remember, I actually did work through the night when you wanted a pork pie in lockdown. I made a pork pie from scratch and I stayed up till 12 o'clock, which was very, very late for me, making it so the, jelly, it the, was amazing. the gelatine would cool. and then it, wasn't, it was exceptional, that pie. And that was the last time you made me something. <laughs> um, we've had some emails, guys. <gasps> For listeners, listeners who listen, and that's what listeners do, you know that the tenth email is going to be a special one because you win the exceptional prize. That is the coffee table book of the Olsen twins. No pictures of the Olsen twins, mainly just some weird artwork and some history about them. One of the most boring books I've ever seen in my life. The sleeve for it is quite tatty, um, but it is worth, well, at the time it was bought, about $30. Alana's $39.99, honey. Now, we said the 10th email will win that book. Genuinely, I think the posters and packaging is going to cost more than the books were. We have email number nine. Let mm. me read you out email number nine mm. first. And then maybe there's an email number ten. Email number nine says, I thought I would email to up your inbox numbers, winky face. I had to binge listen the last six episodes. as There's been summer holes here in Scotland or the Scottish school on your sale. As any mother will know, you don't get to enjoy anything in life around making snacks, planning yarn full day trips and wiping shitty arses. Um, <laughs> is that is that verbatim? That's legitimate. That's legitimate. What they say. Um, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Luke Kempner. He is very easy on the eye. That's Shut up, Luke. It's getting old. <laughs> right, that gag. Like it's terrible. That, like that's you basically time, just okay? smashed Edinburgh and got five star reviews, Running and you're coming gags. out with this Running shit gags, every week. Guys. <laughs> right, with this shit every week. <laughs> you're better Here than that. Here is my summary. Here is my summary. 
ice bath. <laughs> just buy one. Life's too short. Plus, just imagine how handy it will be for garden parties when you need to cool the booze. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a great, great point. Show. That's what that positive Polly mm. would say. That she'd be like, that okay, is an you don't use great ice bath because it's a complete waste of money. But you do cool the booze. And Lisa um, has taken our baby bath, which doubled up mm, as which a, was our booze bath. Yeah. <laughs> that was a booze um, bath. Okay, next one. <laughs> School nonsense. Shading a shape in design and tech to make it look 3D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. that skill <laughs> Oh, yeah, and you do like a wee shadow as well, like a shadow <laughs> on a sphere. Of <laughs> <laughs> my, my circle 3D. <laughs> um, school side note. Oh, you're going to fucking love this. It's 100% Boonson burner. Yes. We did sort of, you know, clarify from Instagram that that is very much a Scottish way Scottish of saying it. Yeah, it's very much you idiots. Positive poly moment over holidays. Pure stressed out man, not looking after six and a four-year-old. Crazy maddos, hemorrhaging money on a daily basis. Polly said, mm. stop. You are lucky to be able to spend lots of time with your children and not have to pay for childcare. Oh, that is a very Thank good Polly. I also love the rundown. Yeah, I know, all this emails is great. should have at least way, five or six points. Agreed, agreed. Every email should be like this. This is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. Love the podcast. Keep it up. And then she did a face with a tongue sticking out with this kind of noise. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. um, she went, Lisa, good luck to you in your vagina over impending baby exit with um, <laughs> facing some hearts. Uh, Thank you. Went, I have, got, I have oh. actually bought a um, stretcher for my vagina. <laughs> Um, it is it's called the epino and it's basically a balloon that you pump up and you put it up your foot and you pump it up and it stretches your family I do wonder if other sister um, and brother-in-law speak this openly we'd love to know well I mean I've <laughs> never heard of that before but um, good luck I mean we'll be yeah. Peter pumping it up <laughs> come on I love this fucking thing take Peter I'm going to pay someone like... to do this for you um, Peter, Peter thought it was for the bicycle um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to buy tyres pump up it's your like tires. Little, yeah. Pump so up yeah your thank tires, you thank you for fanny. your concern I'll let you know hopefully I can stretch my fanny far enough but it's not too much time I, I like that. Too to stretch your fanny and pump up your tyres <laughs> while you wait thank you that was from Suzanne Diggory from Scotland lovely to have you Suzanne um, now, guys, we have a 10th emailer. Yay! <laughs> it's only taken us 19 episodes, what are we on? 18, 19? Yeah, but that, you know, it takes time to grow, honey, isn't it? Once you grow, the forests happen. Um, okay, so email number 10. It says, fellow Scott here. We're fucking killing it in Scotland. We are. <laughs> um, fellow Scott here. I went to school with Alana and Lisa. I was a few years below them, and I most definitely agree it's Boonsenburner. <laughs> yeah, loving the support here, guys. Keep it coming. Loving the pod. It's hilarious. Layla Smith. And that's it. That's all she sent. And you know what? I feel bad for Suzanne, uh, the previous, because she's actually put quite a bit of effort where Layla, I mean, two out of ten see me. But you've won the book, Hen. <laughs> so, Layla, you need to send us your address and we will pop that book in the post to you along with a signed picture of me. I was, gonna, I was about to say um, signed by the Fringe Festival. Signed by King, uh, King of the Fringe. Um, and we have prepared. a present for 20. 
Yes. So, Alana, you spotted this in, uh, we were in, uh, what's it called? The works. the works. And Alana saw this, and I think it's the most perfect present for email number 20. Alana, tell everyone what it is. It is a vision board kit. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. A vision board kit. Is that just like a cork board and some cork board and some pens no no it's got more than that more shall be revealed over the course of the next 10 emails of what it contains we need to buy it we'll go and buy it it's um i don't know if it's shitter than the olsen twins books but um listen get your emails in and make more of an effort than layla smith even though she does win the book but you know i want rundowns have we got any positive poly moments um I don't know if I do. I've not been feeling very positive at all. I'm going to have a look. Oh, God. Um, you just smashed... You've had an incredible and you can't even... Oh, dear. Oh, he's scraping the poly barrel. Oh, hang on. Oh, I have got one. I have oh, got good. one. Thank God for it's that. A very, it's an Edinburgh-based one. I texted it to my mum. Um, and this was when I found out that I didn't get nominated for the Edinburgh Award. <gasps> I got nominated for the Edinburgh Ish Award. I didn't win. Um... But my manager phoned me and said uh, that I was long listed for the main award. So the judges were coming to see the show. But as much as I didn't get nominated, but Polly said, at least it was good to even be in play. Ye- Not yeah. sure I entirely agree with Polly there, but yes. What do you mean? Well, I just, I just think, is that, do you know what I mean? Well, you feel I worse that, that you were in the... Yeah, just not feel positive about it then. Oh God, Anna, no, I feel you positive. are I'm really positive about that. No, 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 that is excellent. Um, but I think you, it can't take away from the success that I you've had. Did you roll said excellent? Did I? Sorry. Yeah, you went as excellent. I didn't mean that. No, I genuinely do. I just, I don't want it to take away from the fantastic Edinburgh that you've had. Okay. It does. It hasn't. It hasn't. I'm like, listen, I never dreamed. I, well, 10 years ago, I had an Edinburgh. My first Edinburgh was quite similar to this. But this has been as much as it's similar, but way better. I've never, I didn't, I did dream of having an Edinburgh like this. And I've had it. To sound like every show, as well as the two extra shows, is phenomenal. The reviews have been amazing, apart from three stars in The Guardian. They said, do you know what they said in The Guardian? They went, mm, sh- oh dear. They were really lovely. They were like, oh, you know. The Guardian did write about the podcast. I'll be using that quote. But then they were like, oh, you know, it's a show that exists in the moment and quite throwaway. Oh, I'm sorry. People, oh, what, did you not get moved by my gritty police drama? Oh, get a life, dear. Mm. People laugh for an hour. Turns out sometimes we need that. (laughs) I would love the Guardian to publish a rebuttal from you. Please do. Bring it on, sister. Why you newspaper that I pretended I read? I pretended I've read for the last twenty years. I've sounded clever. No thanks. Too long. Um, (laughs) Um, Have you got any positive pollies? Yeah, I have a poly that I distributed to Alana. Um, So when we were away over the weekend, Alana now insists that we have separate hotel rooms. Um, oh, when we're away or when we're filming, yes. because you're um, I think the secondary <laughs> yes. excuse is because of my snoring, but the primary excuse is because she says that if we spend all day together filming or whatever, then she needs her peace. 
um, because apparently I talk too much when we get back to the room. <laughs> so I think I actually now, think that is healthy. I agree with a lot. Yeah, I know it is good. But Alana's hotel room was quite far from mine, and she forgot oh. something at mine. This hotel was like a rabbit warren that we were staying oh. in, um, and I said, "At least you can practice the route to breakfast," said Polly, because she had to go away and come back, and the oh, breakfast was thingy. So I said, "At least nice. you can just do a little." practice of the route to breakfast and i mean then that is the worst poly ever but it's fine yeah uh, the battle night, here, night love mm. you then night then love you then night then love you then then we didn't say night because then we chat kept chatting so this is the thing you get the separate hotel room and then you're still whatsapping me shite until nearly 11 o'clock at night <laughs> okay, so honey. we may as well just be in the same Does room anyone else? i wonder if anyone else's family because me lisa and mum can't go to sleep without saying night love you every single yeah, night right in and that yeah please right. let us know if this is if normal or not that, but I obviously don't. now that mum's in australia it's like she's like night love you it's 1 p.m <laughs> midday oh, different times. Yeah. but it's because we also assume because we're all mad that like peter just rolls his eyes because i have to get him to say it if he's away as well and he's i just assume that he's dead if he's not said it so it's just like well you're dead aren't you if you've not said it mm. um but now i just check the tracker so that's fine <laughs> if he's moving he's moving um, guys <laughs> i need to get ready because i'm taking ari home solo i don't know if i've mentioned it tomorrow and i'm dreading it and i want to get everything in place so i can go to bed and it be ready and i also want to have a baked potato and beans um so has anyone got anything else to say <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> he's gone full diva on us Anything oh else my god! Then we've got anything else to say. Bye bye. No. <laughs> right. No. Well, all that's left for me to say is, um, please follow shit. I married a twin. Uh, click the little follow. Give it a little five stars. That's what I'm used to these days. Um, give it a little review. You can email us shit. I married a twin at gmail and you might be that twentieth emailer. We might get there in twenty twenty eight. Um, and you could win the um, <laughs> the mood board thing shitty vision board that no one's gonna go and buy vision board um or you can message us on our socials at the camera at the max twins it's all there it's out in the ether you can follow me on threads i wouldn't bother and never type anything um all the best hope you guys have a lovely week alana i'll see you tomorrow lisa i'm sure you'll be in my life at some point and all the very best i know all the <laughs> all best all the best, the all the best. All cheer up charlie I'm cheery. I've just got shit to deal with. <laughs> Don't Bye. we all, honeys? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs>